new Overwatch heroes, new Pokemon introduced in Pokemon Tournament, and all the news coming from Star Wars Celebration on the newest episode of the Geek Domination Podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> Star Wars motherfucking celebration. You like Star Wars? Uh, yeah, yeah. I know that about you. Uh, yeah, I fucking love Star Wars. <laughs> wow. Almost as much as this titty hat on my face or my <laughs> that's head. That's not your face. Yeah, on my head. <laughs> Star face Wars. Head. That's the one with uh, uh Spock, right? Yep. Okay. Oh my god! Kurt- Shut the fuck up, John Luke. I know you're joking, but that's not even funny. And they uh, it's really get bad. on the um. <laughs> The um, they get on gummy ships. The aluminum falcon. Oh my god! <laughs> they get the on aluminum the aluminum falcon, falcon yeah. and, which is a gummy ship that they fly around uh, Disney World. Yeah, Star Wars, everyone. Yeah, that's what happens when uh, Disney acquires Star Wars. Aluminum oh, ships. Please, please no. Please help. Hey, what is this? What are we doing right now? So today for our topic, what, we're going to be talking we, Star what, Wait, Wars, wait, but wait, hang on, hang on. We what got are, news first. What coming. is this? Like, what is? What yeah, what are we doing here? To? Oh, oh, the day? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, well. Uh, today is July, what is it, 16th? One more. 17th. There you I go. was going to start with 17th. this is the Geek Domination and podcast, but you know. God damn it. All right. This is the Geek Domination <laughs> Star Wars Celebration podcast. We're too excited, okay? <laughs> uh, today is July 17th. Yep. And it is episode 65? Correct. See, there you go. Proper intro. Dude. I'm Anthony. There's Cody. And there's JL. We're oh shit! What up? What up? <laughs> yeah. well, like you said, before, <laughs> we're good at this. We are professionals. Before we go into the topic, which is Star Wars news from all the Star Wars celebration type stuff, we have news. Ah, uh, news. No, no news. Um, pretty great news pieces this week. Yeah, not bad. If uh, if I do say so myself, I don't know why I'm saying. I mean, I didn't fucking like come up with the news, but <laughs> to start, we got an announcement. Of a new Overwatch hero. Who is it? Her name is Anna. Anna. I don't, I don't know. Anna. Frozen's kind of ruined me for like pronouncing this name for the rest of my life. I'm so. gonna call sure. her Sniper Mom. Sniper Mom. Sniper Mom. <laughs> that sounds like a, Sniper. a Metal Gear Solid character. It does. Sniper uh, Milf. Sniper nah. Milf. Even more like a Metal Gear Solid <laughs> character. <laughs> but she is a support, and she shoots people to heal yes. them or hurt them. So. She's great. Yeah, yeah. it, it kind of sounds like the inverse of Black Widow, but like kinda. still a Black Widow. Well, like, like here's like the big changes like between her and Black Widow. She has like no vertical mobility. Yeah, no grappling hook. No grappling hook. So getting around with her is going to be a little bit more of a chore than a traditional sniper. Um, but like we said, she heals by shooting people with a with a hot a heal over time. Joshua damages with a dot damage nice. over time. And then she has a thing where she can increase the movement speed and attack speed of anyone. Which, uh, as we know, via um, Mercy is just fucking great. Or no, not Mercy. Uh, Lucio. Lucio. Mm -hmm. I was about to say Lucario. Pokemon still got (laughs) my mind. Yeah, Yeah, it's movement and attack speed, so it's going to be nuts. And then her her ult is a sleep dart. Like, literally just puts people to sleep. Like, in their ults and everything. Wow. It's great. Yeah, I didn't catch that part. That's... Interesting. Are you sure she's not a Metal Gear character? Yeah, no joke. <laughs> she might be. Um, she's on the PTR right now. She is coming to the game soon. TM. Um, I also want to talk about, alongside this, they added a lot of, that was the wrong website, a lot of balance changes. Yeah, some crazy ones from what you were Specifically telling Specifically with Diva and Zenyatta. Yeah. So let's start with Zenyatta, who like, I love Zenyatta. I like him too. I haven't played like competitive at all yet. Apparently, he's just not played in competitive like, oh, really? at all. He's, oh, really? Because his heels just aren't that strong oh. in comparison to a Mercy, a Lucio. Right. Stuff like that. Mm. So, he has more health. Um, Transcendence down makes you move faster, and it upped the healing amount of Transcendence by fuck ton. But the big change they gave for him was his orbs, his healing orb and his damage orb now move um, 400% faster. That's nuts. That's a lot. That yeah. is a lot. So it's going to make him a lot more useful. Um, the other big changes, like I said, was with D.Va. They um, just made her 
gross. Yeah, this is actually quite nuts. So they they change how defense matrix works, and like you can use like partial uh, partially, yeah. and it's like actually like consider your secondary fire now, which is that's all pretty cool. But her main tweets came from her ult self destruct, which now nuts. ultimate cost decreased by fifteen percent, so you get it quicker. And then the explosion delay is reduced from four seconds to three seconds, so it explodes faster. And then explosion no longer damages Diva. What? Yeah, so Diva can just go ham now. She, I mean, she already went ham. She can she go just had even deal. more ham now, <laughs> like, and not even have to bail out. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you yeah. don't need to boost it anymore. Yeah, just like nope, really. yeah. pop out. There you go. And then you can honestly like kind of like stay in and be bait. Yeah, and just, actually, like, shoot at people. Yeah, yeah. it's like That'd a be great. It could be a lure. So mm. we also might be getting <laughs> announcement of an hero. Next week oh, at wow. SDCC. That's quick. So, because there were rumors about it that they were going to at the Overwatch panel. So exciting. We'll see. I like it. Yeah, it happens the twenty first, I believe. I'm finding it right now. Of July. Uh, yes. Wow. Okay. So twenty first at six forty five Pacific. So we might have another Overwatch show to talk about next week. Yeah, Ooh, that's exciting. That'd be fun. More Overwatch, please. Oh yeah. Um, Anna's also a uh, Pharaoh's mom. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. So. I thought that was quite interesting because wasn't she in the lore? Because I like I remember reading up on the comic. Wasn't she? There was. Isn't she I dead? She's supposed to be dead. Yeah, but she's not she's really. Not. Okay. So I'm interested. I'm excited to see how she plays. Apparently, like she's like stupid fun, but I'm like there's like 50 percent of the time where I'm decent at sniping, and the other percent I'm like. A four-year-old. <laughs> I think this is going to be my new favorite character. I like yeah. I like uh, Black Widow quite a lot, mm-hmm. and um, if the the abilities that she's given, perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like a hardcore support, kind of on the lines that like Symmetra is a support, but I feel like she can do a little bit more. Oh, definitely, mm-hmm. and she does have that double as a sniper too. So mm-hmm. little offensive there yeah. too. I'm excited. I'm just excited about Zenyatta. Yeah, yeah. the Zenyatta buffs are gonna be fucking cool. I'm like, because yeah. I didn't feel like he was actually underpowered, but I haven't played in competitive. Long. Yeah. Oh, the one last change they're making to competitive here soon mm. is you can now only have one hero, like only one of a hero on a team. Oh, so you can't have dupes. You can't have duplicates or triples okay. or six mercies. Right. So wait, in normal or in competitive? Competitive. Okay, cool. So that's you can cool. still be the trolls in normal. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. So. I want to mess with competitors soon, but it's, apparently it's like cancer. So. <laughs> Just like any <laughs> competitive yeah, multiplayer game. Also, I've been getting into a lot of HOTS competitive lately. Yeah. I'm actually really enjoying it. So it's like, uh, I'm like really good at drafting now and being being a good drafting. MOBA player. MOBAs, yeah. are, MOBAs are cancer communities. I'm sorry. but They, they are. They are. HOTS <laughs> is like probably the best one, though. That's because it's still newer, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah, HOTS definitely has the best right now. <laughs> But it's do you still have that point? Well, we pick this hero, GG. Oh, we pick they pick that hero first. We win. Yeah, and we get trashed. Yeah, it's, it's the best. Don't Hooray. play MOBAs, fam. Go play games like um, poker, <laughs> poker tournaments. <laughs> that okay, segue though. Good poker tournament. Speaking of new characters, uh, we got a new character <laughs> in pocket tournament. Who is it? It's it's fucking... a fighting type, right? It's like Hitmonchan. No, this, see, that Lee. would make sense. Or, like, uh, Gallade. We actually got Darkrai. Why? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, following the uh, excellent choice of the lantern that's <laughs> playable in a fighting game, they now give us Darkrai. Let, let's, be, let's, yeah. let's be clear for a second. I love Darkrai as much as the next edgy emo team. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Why are there... Now three ghost types. Why do they a... like ghosts so much? I mean, it is the best, but yeah, it is the best. <laughs> it's real dumb for a fighting game, especially like, again, one that's based around like Tekken mechanics. Yeah, like yeah. like you look at like the roster, and correct me if I'm wrong. Machamp is the only fighting type. I believe you're right. And Blaziken. Are... Blaziken is well, his yeah, fighting. fighting. Lucario is not on there, is he yet? Lucario is uh, not. Lucario. No, 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 no. Yeah, Lucario um, is. Lucario is. So, yeah. so there are three, but still. It, I just find it strange that we're picking the ghost types over yeah, other Pokemon. That doesn't yet. make much sense to me. But I mean, hey, if it's fun, great, and more importantly, it's another character. Yeah, which is what the game needs badly. Yeah. I, I I really was a, a sad about that because I know it, it's like really fun, but you get really bored of playing as the yeah. same characters pretty quickly. That's so, what I've fine. heard that it gets old pretty quick. Uh, yeah. the actual roster. Uh, 
Uh, oh God, images. This is never gonna work. Serebi, thank you for being awesome. Shout out to Serebi. Cause yeah, we got my champ. There's Blazekin. There's Lucario. And that's it. Yep. Yeah, fighting game. Yeah. Three fighting types. Do we know when the release for Dark Rise? I don't believe so. It, um, I mean, you know, in proper Nintendo custom, it will be whenever the fuck and wherever the fuck. I mean, yeah. <laughs> let's be honest. Like most True. of the time, like they're like, "Oh, here's this thing. It's out like tomorrow." tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can. Find well, while he's book. looking, let me ask you guys: uh, What character would you have wanted? Um, personally, I would have wanted something like. Mm-hmm. I would have wanted something like a Blastoise. Okay. <laughs> um, I think you should have been close, so it's fine. Okay. Regardless. Yeah. Uh, I, do, I do not see a release date for him. Okay. Okay. So. But yeah, like Pokemon like that. That makes sense. Well, I would have loved like. I'm trying to think like legendary fighting fighters, and like the first thing that came to mind were like all the Reggies. That'd be like, that. That brutal. could be ridiculous. <laughs> oh, like Reggies would Reggie be Rock, fun. Reggie Steel. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be dumb. They'd be really slow, but really cool. Well, I mean, they they already have like super slow fighters. Like Garchomp's pretty fucking slow. Yeah, Garchomp's very. Slow. I, I don't even know who I'd want in it. There are so many fighting types they can start pulling from. Like yeah. dragons. I I I changed my mind. Hitmontop. <laughs> Tell me, Hitmontop okay. would be Hitmontop amazing. Hitmontop would be badass, man. Would be or any of the Hitmons, honestly. Yeah, any yeah, of them would be fun. Him on the. Damn, I, I really don't know who else I would want. Espeon. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they, I love well, Espeon. And but. also keep this in mind too: the way the the game works, there are support Pokemon as well. Yeah. So Espeon is technically in the game. That's true. Yeah, but I wanna, um, I wanna like Hydragon like, would be badass. Jesus. Yeah, that'd be badass. Hey, that'd be I, still, Dark Dragon it's, in Gen Five. Oh, yeah. Like, the like, three-headed like, one. Thing yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. fucks up your world in the final yes. boss um, fight. There's. <laughs> There's one more that I would want. I can't think of. It. Oh, is uh is Cubone or Marowak in the game? I know Cubone mm. is uh support. Support. Marowak could be a sweet, Marowak sweet playable. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I want Charmander. Yeah. I want a. Uh, I want coughing. Coughing would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> just floating around. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, stop adding ghost types. Like, let's be real for yeah, a second. You already got the cool ones. Just move on. Yeah, what's that. next? Spiritomb? Yeah, right. It's going oh, to God. be. God damn it. You're uh, right. Spiritomb, though. Spiritomb's great, but not in a fighting game. Yeah, well, same thing with Darkrai, man. I don't get it. Fucking Chandelure. Same Darkrai thing with Chandelure. makes more sense than Chandelure, but... It does. See, Gengar, I can see. I, it totally works. Yeah. But all the others... Man, man. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, Speaking of Nintendo, though... Oh, oh, oh. Got some, Mother's got some cool stuff this later this year. They do so out of nowhere. Yeah, pretty much. They're just like, oh, you're gonna, we're gonna relaunch the the NES, but it's gonna be mini, and it's gonna have everything in it that you would probably want to play, and pretty it's gonna much. connect to HDMI. Yeah. What? <laughs> we don't, this technology exists. So there, it comes with thirty games. It's smaller than a NES. It, it's, it's just like, about bigger than. A hand, I want to say. It's pretty tiny. It's small. Yeah. Uh, it's $60. Which, so, for 30 NES games? So, uh, you should probably pre-order this, like, yesterday and, if you wanted this. Oh, yeah, I probably should. Unlike the original NES, you can save all your progress. Yep. Um, on oh, yeah, on console, right. so you don't have to redo everything. Another really cool thing, you can actually plug in, like, the Wii U Classic controllers and the Pro controllers into this thing. Hell, yeah. And then... The um the NES controller that comes with it can also be plugged into your Wii remotes to use on Wii U. So I'm gonna start yeah. playing Smash Bros with a NES controller. I don't think it's gonna work. That's pretty cool though. <laughs> that you can do this. Some of like the highlights of the games that are in it, like so there's 30 games, like you have, you know, Castlevania, Castlevania 2, mm-hmm. Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., Double Dragon 2, mm-hmm. uh, Final Fantasy 1. Gradius, Ice Climbers, wow. Kid Icarus. Oh, Ghost and Ghouls, wow. Mm-hmm. Kirby's Adventure, Mega Man 2, Metroid, Star Tropics, Mario Bros. 1, 2, and 3, Legend of Zelda, and Legend of Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, the only thing that they could have added to make it even better would be something like, I mean, it wouldn't be doable, but like Earthbound. Earthbound Zero? Yeah. Well, I mean, they've, they at least that's like released now. Yeah, so, so it's true. But well, this what is, is it exciting. now? Earthbound Beginnings. 
Isn't that what it's called? Uh, yeah, now? I think it's called Beginnings. It's been called Zero. Um, they will not be adding games to it, or at least they said they haven't planned on doing that. So these 30 games are going to be it. I mean, Depending what else do you want? That's about all I want, man. It's got Mega Man. It's got Metroid. It's got some Zelda. I'm I good. I see some, like, really cool off-kilter games Wait. that they can put in there, like stuff like the original Fire Emblem. Yeah, that'd be cool. But is Punch-Out on there? Ooh. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, but it's like Ninja you said. Gaiden, so. Right, and Rip that dreams. one that one got me really excited because yeah. I, I remember playing that And Bubble original. Bobble. Wow. Bubble Bobble. What, what the fuck is that? I don't know. It's Bubble Bobble. Bro. Okay. I'm just excited about Castlevania 1. <laughs> yes. No, and Castlevania 2, man. Yeah. 2 is great as well. Yeah. Yep. Good games, man. I'm excited. It'll be cool. They're going to like... For 60 bucks. $60 now. Yeah. But if like you go to November a 11th yeah. at like noon, they're going to be like $700. Which, this is cool, man. If you have the chance to pre-order it, do it. If you go just and buy one or two of these retro games in cartridge, you're going to be paying the same amount you would pay for this entire console. Pretty much. Yeah, I might. Uh, I might pre-order one. Probably, probably going to where? I don't know. Yeah, if you have a chance, like jump where? on it. I was gonna say where? I'm sure if we find information, we'll post it. Pre-ordering it? Does it GameStop? I mean, I'm, or? St- I'm pretty sure GameStop will have it. Um, I mean, God, Amazon's got to have it, right? And Amazon has everything. Amazon probably will have yeah. it. So yeah. One last thing before the newsy type stuff. Killing Joke releases in theaters next <sighs> week. Did you read it yet? Is it next week? It's the 25th next week. Next week. I have yeah. not read it yet. You should read that. I'm going to. I'm working on it. I bought it. <laughs> oh, you did? I did. When we Ooh. when we bought your uh, Watchmen. Yep. Oh, no. Not when we bought his Watchmen. Nice. Try again. Oh, no. When I bought Nightwing. When, yeah, when Which? We yeah, how's that? I won't talk about that a lot. How, right now. Talk about it. All before right. Before we go into this. So, oh, Nightwing 1. Nightwing 1. Rebirth. Damn, son. <laughs> Damn! So I just want to oh, preface shit. this while we were we were sitting on the couch in my living room watching The Incredibles, tire out of our minds because we just uh, walked around for you know Pokemon catching reasons. <laughs> John Lucas is in there reading Nightwing. <laughs> yeah, comic books. No, uh, Cody and I went on launch day on the thirteenth at eleven, right when the comic shop opened, and waited outside. Yep. And we went in and bought some comic books. Cody actually bought his very first comic Shh, book. People aren't supposed to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I have but, never bought a legitimate comic book oh, before. Wow. So, sure. well, I bought some Flash. Graphic novels are different, so you yeah. you had those. But yeah, yeah he like bought his movie. first single issue, which was Flash number two, Flash Rebirth number two. Yeah, because Flash Rebirth number one isn't there. Yeah, it doesn't exist actually because they were out for obvious reasons. Yeah, but yeah, Nightwing Rebirth, it's badass, man. People complained about New Fifty Two for a lot of characters, and Nightwing was partially one of them. And uh, the Grayson series itself, which was very. A weird. weird, a weird premise where secret Dick Grayson was a Grayson. secret agent, pretty secret much, agent Grayson. <laughs> because he got outed as Nightwing. Um, basically, from what I understand, I'm still reading up on it because I haven't caught up on Grayson and everything, and Forever Evil and whatnot. Everybody's mind got fixed, so they don't know that Dick Grayson is Nightwing anymore. Fixed, like what? Wiped, what is wiped? Fixed? How? It's re- but it's rebirth. I mean, yeah, it's like or shadowy. But it it's still. It still takes the Grayson story arc as something that happened. So um, back in 2011 and 12 when they did the uh, Court of Owls, now they're doing, in Grayson, they did the Parliament of Owls, which is like the the core of the organization. Oh, wow. And basically, uh, Dick Grayson made them believe that he was going to be one of their leaders. So now he is back in blue, his back in blue Nightwing, this time with Batman's blessing, Great album, by the way. Right, <laughs> and he's gonna go infiltrate the Parliament of Owls and make him right. make them think he's one of them. That is sweet. The very la- it, he's not in costume, and in the very last page he puts it on, and I was just like, yes. I was like, also he's like banging Huntress. He was, yeah. Oh, Be- well, Huntress was an agent of Spiral with him in Grayson. There you go. So that's the thing right now, but it's it's pretty sweet if. We've talked about this before with Rebirth, but go pick up Rebirth. If you have a DC character you're interested in, chances are the Rebirth issue is going to be badass. So go check it out. Cool. I had to rant a little. That was no, it's it's awesome, man. It's relevant to the yeah. thing that uh, Killing Joke. Yeah, that's Joke. a thing. Comes out next week in theaters. We're all going to see it, right? Twenty fifth. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. I'm seven o'clock. Uh, tomorrow. Seven o'clock. Yes, seven thirty. Seven. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Mark Hamill is the voice of the Joker in that thing because he's the know, best Joker. He's the Joker in everything good. Um, but I love Mark Hamill, but he's he's hurting my brain. Imagine yourself, <laughs> if you will, 
It's 2011. Arkham City had just released. Wow. You're like, damn, man. Mark Hamill just keeps killing it. And then he comes out and says, which makes sense with the ending of City. Yeah. This will be my last time in the role of the Joker. Sadness. And imagine yourself, if you will, in 2015. <laughs> you're playing Arkham Knight. And you're like, oh, this is Nito. Joker dead. That's some stuff. Oh, nope. There he is. Oh, he's, he's there. Kind of. <laughs> oh, and it's Mark Hamill voicing him. Okay. And then he was like, for reals, I won't come back. Unless then, it's killing joke. Then it's killing joke. And do killing joke. And now it's like, this isn't my last time doing the Joker. So what are you doing? It's just like, it literally, it's it's a story that's been told before. Yeah. Like all creative people do this shit. Time. Tale as old as time. Song as uh, old as rhyme. Mm-hmm. No, Anthony, you made Maybe a great point before cast. It's just the creative mind. You're not going to stop if it's a good property. Yeah. It's, it, it's a character or a story a you enjoy. You know? Yeah, he's pulling a Tarantino. Yeah. So, yeah, not surprising, but it is silly, like you were saying, Cody. Very, very, very silly. Like, he's he's just playing with my heart. Oh, <laughs> just, just stop playing games, Mark Campbell. Just say you aren't, just say you are going to, and just do it for the rest of forever. <laughs> Speaking of Mark Hamill, holy crap! This has been like the day of day of best segues. Sweet segues. Ever. Topic: Anthony. Uh, Star Wars. Star <laughs> celebration. That was pretty terrible. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's all good. <laughs> off no, it's good. It's okay. Off I don't it's care. Out of 10. I don't care. Star Wars is here. It's celebration time, which means. You got some crazy fucking news headed your way that will literally blow your goddamn brains if you're a Star Wars fan. So And me if you're like like the movies. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm just like what new? No. no, this has something for everybody, it no does. matter what kind of fan you are. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. So I wanna start it off with I, I think I planned this list from like <laughs> from like good to goddamn losing my brains exciting. <laughs> um, so I think uh, I think it is appropriately listed. So the first part of it, um, we're going to do EA Games press conference. So they have a little booth there now because, of course, EA is the licensed people for Star Wars games. And uh, they talked about Star Wars games. I'm I'm actually a little little disappointed with the with it because we got no new information on the games that we actually really want to see. <laughs> we got like a tiny, like tiny, tiny talk about about this roles. Well, it was. It, it wasn't like even any, anything. It didn't really it feel like anything. like the big thing. They were like, "We want you to be done with this game and feel like you just watched a Star Wars movie." It's just yeah. another little baby teaser thing. Yeah, pretty much. Well, and more importantly, so Battlefront. That was the big thing out of it. So there were two confirmations. We knew Death Star was coming. We mm-hmm. got a trailer that was fucking sick. Literally starts out um, with the Star Destroyer coming overhead, the iconic music and everything. Da da da. You know, oh, and I then. Love that song. Yeah, you know that song. It was in a... We played that song yeah. in, a, in middle school. We did. Holy <laughs> shit. No, we didn't. Yeah, the John Williams uh, medley in eighth grade. Oh, yeah. Everyone played it. Because I know we played, yeah. uh, we played Duel of the Fates. We did. That was, that was great. Too. That's a fun one. Um, but yeah, iconic music playing. Star Destroyer goes overhead, and everybody's like fighting out in space. Um, it's just a CG trailer. You know, it's not gameplay. But they did tie on along with that announcement that... Yes, indeed. Space battles confirmed. I knew they were going to fucking do it, but it's just yep. good to hear them goddamn say it. Yeah. Yes. And I am freaking excited. Literally, Zane was like, oh, I guess I have to buy the game now. Yeah, I'll like, pick it back up and actually put it in my console for the yeah, first time since last year. get the season pass. It's it, Look, Outer Rim was a little bit of a disappointment. Bespin was a refreshing, like, yes, this was is Star good? Wars. Okay. Bespin was great. I, I liked it a lot. Um, in fact, the Bespin map itself uh, is really, really fun to play. So it's good stuff there. And then they also tied along with the last Battlefront DLC. Um, I want to pull this up so I don't uh, say it wrong, but I want to say it's like Sirocco. Give me two seconds on this one. Morocco. (laughs) We're going into the Middle East. (laughs) It's like Medal of Honor style. Jesus. Uh, Star Wars Medal of Honor. Thunder Edition. Desert Storm. Recon. (laughs) Wildlands. Okay, so it's the Rogue... stick of truth. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. So it's Rogue One Scarif. My bad. Not so. Okay. So it's talking to Rogue One, but it is Rogue One related. Yes. So this wow. is the really exciting thing. I kind of, I kind of surmised that they would probably do this, given yeah. you know 
Battlefront stated that they wanted to stay within that universe, the Empire and the Rebellion timeline. Yep. So does makes total sense to me. What's even cooler though is not only are we getting for the Death Star DLC, Chewbacca and Bosk as the hero and villain, mm-hmm. which is fun. We're getting in the Rogue One, Jin Erso and Director Krennic. That's the the great. two yeah the the lead good and the lead bad of that movie so really fucking exciting there that's and cool man if I had to guess I'm assuming Scarif is probably that like tropical looking planet that we've seen in the trailers yeah in I the, would surmise in the poster and probably where they're building the Death Star Whoa. Yeah. one of the places because because yeah. in um by the way when you read uh Tarkin they do allude that at the beginning of the Death Star's construction there were parts being built in many different locations okay. yeah, so yeah. as no one would know it's fucking happening oh I'm sure so this is them assembling the pieces now that's <laughs> they just build like I need to read Tarkin dude dude you do they just it's, make it's five, I bought it five minutes before cast <laughs> Seven pieces of the Death Star, and then you I'm excited. put them together. It's put like a puzzle Legos piece. around. No, that don't, totally makes sense. Though. <laughs> totally makes sense because, like in the New Hope, uh, they like it seems to come out of nowhere for everybody in the galaxy. Nobody knows about it. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's, and that's crazy. how they did it. Um, so really exciting stuff there. Um, then uh, we also got a confirmation on uh, Galaxy of Heroes. Uh, they they're gonna get some rogue heroes. There's like this tank thing now in the game. Which I guess is nice. There, there are people that actually really fucking enjoy that game, and they really, really love it. You so liked it for if a while, you, didn't you? I, I actually I wanted to, but I didn't because I didn't really have any space on my phone, and my brother and I use the same iTunes account. Oh. So because we both have iPhones and everything, it was fucking up on the app. So literally, if I was playing it, I'd be playing his because he started mm. it first. So I felt like no point then. But I'm kind of glad I'm not because I know I would get fucking addicted to it. Yeah. So, and then there's also more stuff uh, coming to the Old Republic. It's now in its fifth year. It's going to get a new expansion. Um, Star Wars, the Old Republic was inspired by Knights of the Old Republic. Um, And they just got the Knights of the Fallen Empire expansion. Chapter one's free now. The newest one is going to be Knights of the Eternal Throne. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and they got a they got a little teaser in it too, but uh, you know we haven't really seen. You know, this this is great for me to say two days before the Legion pre patch hits, <laughs> when it's gonna steal all of my MMO time. But I've still really like really like wanted like all of us to like pop into Vulture Parlor Me too. One of these years and yeah, I was always thinking about it, but I was always afraid with that of two things. One, my thing when I'm playing an RPG, especially like Star Wars. I really want it to mean something in the universe. And right now, the Old Republic is not confirmed canon. That's true. Which really, really bugs my gears inside my head. Which it really is, grinds my gears. Yeah, it really does grind my gears. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the other thing is, too, time. I know yeah. I would go balls deep into it. So, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so I would get addicted <laughs> and I'd be losing all my time. I did for a while. I played till right, right after Rise of the Hut Cartel came out. And then, I, nice. then I kind of gave up. Yeah, it was like it was that moment. You're like, okay, I know what this is doing. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have friends to play on there with Aww. me. <laughs> Rip the dream. Also, the the graphics uh, were still screwed up at that point. Oh so. yeah, that's right. They had a huge issue at the beginning. Yeah, they so. were great in the beginning. The clips were amazing <laughs> when these people were just like going through shit. Yeah, yeah. And then the last piece of uh, gaming-related news for Star Wars is they also mentioned the Trials on Tatooine VR project that they're doing. So not the one with Battlefront, but not the, it's... the X-Wing thing. Yeah. No, no. Um, this one is just Trials on Tatooine, and it's something from... Um, I'm going to try and get this right. ILMX Lab. Okay. Yeah. Um that. Yeah, there, there are people, the people making the game. And uh, I guess uh, David Goyer, uh, which is someone who's been involved with the Star Wars universe before, uh, he's actually teamed up with them on it. Um, he tried to want to, he, he wanted to make it authentic for people. I can't take you seriously with your hat. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, so you know how I mentioned in the beginning of the cast that I have a, a hat with titties on it? I'm literally wearing that right now, being like super serious. And Cody cannot stand it. it. Yeah, I, it. I love it. Um, but yeah, the, he joins it, so he, they're wanting to make it authentic. It's good stuff. It's going to be a VR experience. Comes out July 18th for people with Vive, HTC Vive. I'm assuming it'll probably be released to other things. Eventually. Probably, maybe. So. It's weird with VR and how they're like, oh, it's only going to come to this one. So if you don't have the other ones, fuck you. 
I, and I don't think that will stay true for no. long, unless it's literally like they they made it. Well, right know? now it's just still that battle for the first customers. Well, and and that's it. Like the people who wanted VR and that really wanted the high high quality stuff already have the Vive and they're gonna get stuff. And that's yeah. great. We're most of us are waiting till later this year for uh, PlayStation Four is already in. So yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, more exciting things. So now we get to Rogue One stuff. Mm. Poster. Mm. There looks, was a poster. Le- there's a new poster for it. Looks pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Death Star in the background. And you see that tropical planet, like it's taken from the tropical planet point of view. And you just see this like huge ass moon looking Death Star looming in the background. And it's so fucking awesome. It's it's nice. It's really nice. You've it's seen nice. it. You've seen it. I did see it. How'd you like it? It looks like a poster oh oh okay i would would like on my wall (laughs) next level some next level level review there yeah yeah (laughs) so uh good stuff there and then that was followed along with two things one was the behind the scenes footage which was released to everyone online uh looked really really cool i love it and i love how um i i do have to give a shout out to zane on this one um again like we were talking about back when we were um reviewing the trailer for rogue one when it first came out yeah they're gonna probably be saying may the force be with you and like trying to use that as a rallying cry for rebels which i'm totally fine with because that's how the uh behind the scenes footage ends with her saying that generso and i love that i love that touch give me goosebumps (laughs) yeah right it's nice um it's looking really good it's looking i think the thing they wanted to confirm with this behind the scenes footage is that literally the reshoots and everything were planned and we're not going away from this darker tone for mm. the movie. It's going to be trials. It's going to be people fighting. Yeah. Like regular people fighting. Yeah. This is going to be the hopelessness gritty. of war. And it, gritty is the best word for it. I mean, we talked yeah. about this with the very first trailer when it came out. Yeah. Just that scene of all the rebels like running along the beach with the ATAT in the background. You're just, just like, fucked. Jesus. Also, shout out to that part in the behind the scenes footage where yeah. like he's like, and then bam, the, the X Wing blows up the ATAT. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Like freak it out inside my head. Yeah, I want to see that. Right? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. So that's uh, that's good stuff. And then we got um, info that they also, people at the con, received a behind-the-scenes look at a trailer that we're probably going to be getting within a m- month-ish. Do you think maybe at San Diego Comic-Con no. next week? Or I mean, they, they – I don't – I can't remember if Star Wars is there. Um, I know Marvel is. Try to find out. I don't think I Star Wars is because it's too close to, to this one. But um, while you look that up, I'm assuming that even if they got it there, we won't see it until, and this is a bright uh, point that Collider.com made, which is where I got this article from. They pointed out that the likelihood of the second uh, Rogue One trailer will probably be coming alongside the release of Pete's Dragon in August. So that one releases either the 12th or the 16th. I can't quite remember off the top of my head. But... um, yeah, a month. I'm thinking a month for that trailer. And I think yeah. it would make sense for Pete's Dragon because I think everyone's still a little iffy on it. Yeah. From what they've seen. It's a big, good reason to make people. I don't think they have a, a panel. SCCC. Right. So, so, again, I think I think everyone's going to see it in about a month. Now, here, um, and I want to go to uh, Perry Nemiroff's uh, breakdown of the trailer because she was there at the con and she broke it down. Um, This is, again, from Collider.com. The trailer opens up with a few shots of what looks to be a young Jyn Erso running through an Imperial... uh, Running as an Imperial ship soars above before cutting to Felicity Jones as voiceover and that it plays, there isn't much time. Every day we grow weaker. While the day grows grimmer, we still have a chance. Dot, dot, dot. To make a real difference. The music begins to ramp up as we catch glimpses of handcuffed rebels being walked through the streets and shots from the first trailer and from the Star Wars celebration reel, including stormtroopers walking through Scarif, the shore troopers, a shot of Orson Krennic flanked by death troopers walking across a terrain that looks a lot like the grassy area we see the young Jin running through at the beginning of the piece. The trailer wraps up with the reveal we've all been waiting for, kind of. In comes the sound of Darth Vader's breathing, and then we get a shot that slowly pans up to show not Vader himself, but rather his reflection on the floor. That's all we get, but it's chilling and satisfying enough and clearly leaves so much more to be discovered about his involvement in the plot of the film. They were telling us literally like a week or two ago that we were going to get Darth Vader here, and this trailer literally is like for everyone that doesn't 
you know, look online and look at the internet and stay up to date and you're not a freak. Here it is. Star Wars. Here's Darth Vader. Here he is, yeah. I was hoping for more of a lightsaber to go off. That'd be cool. I, I would have liked that a little bit more, but I like this as well, too, because we don't if, we don't want to see everything yet. Of even if it was just, like, screen goes black and you just hear the noise. Yeah. I like I like this, though, because we get the breathing, which is the noise, and then we also get a shot of him, which is good, too, because I'd, uh, I'd love I, – I just I'd love, love to see that. I can't wait. I can't Vader's wait. Vader's pretty cool. Like, people like him, like – He's a, he's thank, a, thank you, he's, Cody. He's a lovable character. <laughs> yes, he's a. He's got a couple character quips, but I mean, I, he's believable. I think. Yeah, he's, he's very, quite believable, and also <laughs> alongside uh, that confirmation, um, don't worry, guys. Um, the original voice actor for Darth Vader is coming back. Yes, that's what I've the been waiting for, man. The voice of Mufasa. That's what I've been waiting for. Yes. Which I do not condone this, but you can find the leaked footage online. It's very fuzzy. I'm. I'm not. It's confidential. I haven't looked. I'm waiting for a release myself. But if you really are that kind of person and you want to look for it, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. But just wait for the official good quality release. That's just my opinion. Yeah. It's whatever. Agreed. So now we go on to Rebels. This was the other huge thing from the con. Um, Rebels is really ramping up to be the a big big fucking deal in Star Wars, especially right now. We got Ahsoka last season. So we had a trailer for season three. It's pretty goddamn epic. Yeah. Um, literally, we're seeing an older Kanan. So that we can surmise that between season two and now, there's been a time jump, which in my mind means that literally this could be happening possibly even like a month or even weeks before the events of Rogue One. Yeah. That's how close we are into the timeline now, uh, in my mind, and that's really fucking cool. So he's also older. He's got a green lightsaber now, which looks really badass. Yeah. He looks like he is strong in the Force. He reminds he does, me man. of an Anakin, yeah. a young Anakin. He, and looks hard, really... he looks hardened. Yes. Yeah. Hardened is the word. Exactly. Um, and after the events of season two, it makes total sense. Definitely. Um, we also get a really cool shot at uh, Kanan um, now with this, like, um, what is it like a like a it's like a visor goggle yeah like yeah. a visor mm. um it's got some really cool markings on it and he totally looks like an old like classic jedi sentinel you know at least yeah he does that's, that's what it comes off to me he looks, looks really like cool. the the mask or the visor or whatever look almost looks like half of a temple guard mask like that's, yeah that's the best description i can give for it yeah agreed and that's and it really just got me fucking excited yeah. um Let's see. I want to I want to pull up something again here. Um, the eleven things we learned. There's also a confirmation later on in the trailer um, of this species. I want to say it was called the Bantu, but I could be paraphrasing a little bit. Regardless, what it looked like to me was a like a huge, almost like minotaur-looking creature. And it they the claim is that these are beings one with the central, the neutral side of the force. Um, kind of the That's balance side, yeah. So Fucking many, hell. many people called those kinds of like Jedi or Sith, the, the gray, gray Jedi, the gray. Yeah. yeah. Now I think it's just being called neutral. You know, like like balance, literal balance. Um, I think you're Riku character. Yeah. Wow. Not not yeah. in light nor in darkness. Yeah. A bit of both. And Does he have a lightsaber that's shaped like a bat wing. <laughs> no. Damn it. <laughs> Zero out of ten. No lightsabers, but it was a really cool moment where you see the creature rise up and he's talking to Kanan, which again is Ezra's teacher. Yeah. Right? And he's learning this balance, this middle side of the force, it seems, from these creatures, which is really, really fucking exciting. I love when we get into the lore and the mysticism part of Star Wars, and this is that coming out. And we also see an incredible part towards the end of the trailer as well where Darth Maul and Ezra are trying to unlock both a Jedi Helicron, I would assume, yeah. and a Sith one. And it looks like they're kind of like putting them together. Mm. It's really, really odd. And uh, yeah, and Kanan, <laughs> Kanan's like shouting. He's like, you know, like, don't do it or something like that. And then it happens. And then you get this really faint whisper at the end of it where Ezra's like, um, the secret to defeating the Sith. And like, like, like that's it. And I just like get chills. I get fucking chills. Get them now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, it's it was a really good trailer. I yeah. th- I literally think every time we get one of these trailers for each season, they Dude, get better and better. They're and better. so good. Yeah, they're incredible. Um, and I can't wait to watch it. I'm I'm literally gonna just buy buy them immediately. Dude, as I can. the fact that Darth Maul is still around and such an integral part, right. it's so cool. Yeah, like, and he's he's trying to train. Ezra, yeah, it seems. like yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm. it, it looks it looks really good. Yeah. Now, 
That was the whole trailer. There was nothing else to be excited about in the trailer. There was one other thing. No, you shut your dirty no, whore mouth. <laughs> we also got confirmation of a character that many classic Star Wars fans of the uh, now what we call legacy canon are very fucking excited for. Literally, we've all been asking this for two years now since we got the update that the lore was canceled. Like, what are they going to bring back? What's real? What's going to come back in a new way? motherfucking Grand Admiral Thrawn. I Explain. fucking go. knew it. Explain. So, go. okay. Noob in this department. Okay, All right. Go. So Make in the, in the trailer, scrub. in the trailer, um, I want to just describe him in the trailer first, and then I'll describe what the it trailer, was before. So, well, it's for everyone. Every, I know, yeah. so. <laughs> you get that. You get the uh, sense of his um, really I- intelligence. And, you know, he's he's an alien mm-hmm. in the ranks of the Empire, which much like the Third Reich, which they're based off of, wouldn't normally have those types of people in higher ranks. They're xenophobic. But here we have an alien literally commanding troops. That alone can be like, well, what's this guy about? How did he do this? He uses philosophy, art, the culture of species to understand their battle tactics and anticipate them. He's fucking a threat. He is probably the most dangerous character, I think, at, at least in terms of intelligence and, like, planning that Star Wars has ever seen. Like, think a Tarkin, but better. Not as arrogant. He's like, he understands mistakes that ha- can happen. He learns from them. He also inspires the courage of his troops. He's a charismatic leader as well as an intelligent one. So this guy is fucking real. He's a real goddamn threat. Now, the original um, origins of him, again, like in the trailer, that's why they wanted to say the philosophy, the art, the culture. Um, Again, in Legacy, he was that type of person as well. And the opening of the three-part book series uh, called Heir to the Empire um, was fucking incredible. The book, the first book of that series opens up with a deck officer on board uh, an Imperial Star uh, Destroyer. One of the last ones. This is like the Empire fleeing. It's in shambles. Much like it is kind of where we are now. We're learning what happened to them. Um, It opens up with him going into the command deck. And he talks to a figure that we don't know yet at this time. And he's like, "Uh, sir, we just have like a a squadron of rebel. Like a fleet just appeared out of like sector blah, blah, blah. And it's probably like a capital ship and two cruisers. But that's a lot to one Star Destroyer. So um, he's like freaking out and Tarkin's like, don't worry, we got this. Send out some um, Imperial starfighters and have them do this. They do a sort of flanking mover maneuver and freaked out the enemy, uh, the enemy so much that they couldn't anticipate what was going on. He then sends in the remainder of their TIE fighters to finish them off and just wrecks their shop. The reason why he did this was he knows that the way the fleet pos- was positioned was literally... Uh, revealing factor of what race the commander was and because that race can't anticipate um what was it uh non-linear thinking i want to say he used um surprise and he used um unorthodox battle tactics to literally fuck him in the mind so he couldn't anticipate what he was doing and couldn't react because literally that commander is incapable of those thoughts that is fucking grand admiral thrawn that was how he was introduced to us, and he's even better as the series went. Here, Cody. Fucking incredible. Let me help. Yeah. I need a nap. Take your Halo species, right? You have your human and your covenant. I like how we have to dumb this down, shit down for me so I can understand. <laughs> Say the humans and the covenant. This is a human. This is not a human. <laughs> Say they're having a space battle. Um, pew, pew. Humans have humans. formations. <laughs> they have certain ways that they line up their ships or line up their soldiers or whatever. Yeah, because pretty. same thing with the covenant they like they have their own type of hierarchy they have their own type of battle logic thrawn would know both of these things and find the internal weakness between them that's fucking it's disgusting that's insane so he's he's a threat he's He's a big deal threat he's a big deal and also this also brings into mind what is he going to be in the future so we have him coming in Rebels season three. He's probably okay, going to. I know I've asked this before, like Go. specifically with season two. Rebels takes place before a New Hope, right? Correct, yeah. and after Episode three. Yep. So, okay. and even actually before Rogue One. However, now that we've had this time jump for season three, like I was saying before, 
I think they're kind of almost coinciding. We're getting really close to, okay. to matching that. And then by the time Rogue One's complete, then we've got a new hope. Yep. So really exciting stuff. Um, the future of Thrawn is an incredibly interesting premise. When we were reading Aftermath, they literally alluded to a mysterious figure that was in control of all of the Empire's remaining forces. He took away the parts that he he sacrificed like pawns the parts that he didn't want or her because we don't know this person in aftermath and kept the most loyal the most courageous the people dedicated to the imperial cause and the most intelligent the, the useful resources he kept them and took them off into an unknown location in the outer reaches of space which then obviously became a first order at some point who was this person who was this person that literally made all of the things happen it would take someone that's intelligent, resourceful, charismatic. That's fucking Thrawn. Batman. God damn it, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> that's Thrawn. Yeah. So I think I think he's a character that we will get introduced to in Rebels, but will come back in other fictions. Because he's such a good character. And it would only make too much goddamn sense. Like, who else would be? Who else would fucking command all those resources? Batman. Who else would command that type of respect? Yes. Batman. Like, Again, yeah. So I think you guys are just you're widening your 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 view too much. Like <laughs> we need to narrow it down. Narrow it we down. We need to here. get to Batman. Let's, let's get realistic. Let's analyze it with science. Science. But it's really Ron really confirmed a scary face. Yeah. Do you do you, do you get I mean, the yeah. why? Have you seen him? Yeah. He has a scary face. He has, he has a <laughs> scary face. Scary face. Yeah. Also, um, if you're unfamiliar, like I was saying, he's an alien race, and he's got blue skin, red eyes, really iconic look. It's really really. The intimidating. Yeah, the, the white admiral uniform. Yes, like, yes, I love that, dude. Okay, so we got Thrawn covered. Um, Wait, we're getting a book. We're getting him. a book for him too. So that'll That's, be kind of yeah, segue. good segue. <laughs> I got you. So this is, this is like segue <laughs> central. central. Yeah, segway con twenty sixteen. All aboard the Segway train. Um, <laughs> so now we also got a confirmation that a book for Thrawn was coming out. I would love if this either was before the events of Rebels and explained how he came into his position I think of power. It would, be. it would make sense. It would make sense because also the name of the book is um actually no. That's uh that's Rogue One I'm thinking of, so I'll stop that thought. I don't know the name of the book yet. Um but uh it is Thrawn and it's being done by the main fucking man himself, Timothy Zahn, which Cody made the original heir to the Empire series. So this is the guy that created the character. He's writing a book for this current fiction. For the new for canon. For the new canon. The creator, yeah. Yes. Very, I died. Very When Anthony news. sent that to me, I died. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's such a great confirmation. Like, we've all been talking, like, okay, when are they going to get Timothy Zahn to make another book again? And I think Zahn was hesitant. Yeah. Fucking Kathleen Kennedy probably wooed him and was like, look, we're going to do this. We're going to make him real. We want you to bring him back into this universe. And he's like, okay. Because <laughs> that's his character. That's his boy. Yeah. So the book, by the way, is simply titled Thrawn. Okay, it. that's fine. So yeah, I would like uh, uh, that book yeah. to either be set again, like we're saying, um, and it would make sense that if it was his rise to power and how he came to be. I think in the it Empire has to forces. be with him getting reintroduced into Rebels. And it would be everything. It would make sense for the canon. Yeah, it would. It would be really good. That or um, what he does after the events of six. <laughs> either one. Yeah, maybe. But I would like, I think, the former first because um, it really, it really, like you were saying, Cody, it would make too much sense for the canon, and it would help also explain other parts of the fiction that we don't know. Because really, like the only thing that we got for that timeline was a little bit of Rebels in season one, um, and then also a little bit of Tarkin, a little bit of Lords of the Sith, and more importantly, Lost Stars. So that time frame when the Empire was just coming to power, we don't know much about. And that would be a perfect time to explain that as well as Thrawn. So, good shit. How are you feeling? I'm dead. <laughs> I just... I, I feel pretty good. I yeah. just want to go sit with my box of books from when I was little and just kind of stare at everything. All right. I, I used to do that with um, uh, with all of mine, too. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So like, it's I think I, st- I think I still have my, my Thrawn trilogy somewhere. You should always keep that. I'm pretty sure I still do. Yeah, keep it <laughs> next to keep it secret. Glove of Darth Vader. Ooh, yeah, that was a good one. That was a really good one. Okay, so now we're coming to the end. That so far is the biggest stuff from the con. However, there are some other things that were uh, introduced in terms of books and comics. Um, 
I the comics they didn't really allude to too much except for telling that we were gonna get more of the same. So Darth Vader, Star Wars, you know, um, some more Poe Dameron. The books, not only did we get Thrawn confirmed, we got Rogue One story, something taking place before the events of Rogue One, called Catalyst. And that's being done by James Luceno, who um, is a really excellent writer. Uh, he made Tarkin, which I've talked a lot about. And he also made, before that, Darth Plagueis, uh, the book Plagueis. And that was just a really, really fucking well-done book. He knows Star Wars, and he's he's the right one for taking a, a story where we're going to have darkness infused into it. And he can make that shine. So it's going to be really good. Um, the other thing that was announced was, again, Ahsoka. We kind of knew that one was coming. But this one, we literally got to see the uh, the the cover art of it. And it's just Ahsoka wielding like a fucking you know, uh, white lightsaber like she does in Rebels. And um, obviously, that's going to be talking about her story between the events of Clone Wars and Rebels. Which, if I may interrupt you really quick. Yes. Um, I talked about this a couple weeks ago, but the actual release date for Rebels Season 2 on Blu-ray is going to be August 30th. Can't wait. So that's a thing. Legion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's the plan, uh, fam. All right. We're going to level on Legion and watch Rebels Season 2. Okay. All the same time. I'll do it. It'll be mostly one of these, though. <laughs> Staring at my TV. Get two right. monitors, fam. So, coming up, books. Um, I just want to go through a quick rundown of the upcoming slate of books. The big ones. The important ones. Um, so, we've got a couple of young readers coming out that aren't too, too exciting. And then we have a really junior novel called Jedi Academy, A New Class. The only reason why I might be interested in that one is it's called A New Class. Like, Jedi Academy. Do, do you think it would be, like, with people luke was training i don't know maybe. i don't know if they would do know. that i would have thought they would have saved that for bigger people so maybe not um let's see let's go down uh more young reader novels a lot of young reader novels and reference books like uh stuff like star wars complete locations coming out soon that one's going to be in september um star wars poe dameron a flight log like which i think is kind of interesting hmm. um and then a, a poe dameron storybook literally coming out september 27th which is interesting then we've got catalyst like i mentioned october 4th um we've got a luke skywalker storybook which from what i've seen of the art looks like they're making the art from the young reader novel um that we read where he discovers that jedi temple mm -hmm. um like a thing so they're just fully il illustrating it i think sweet yeah which is cool then we get ahsoka coming up on october 11th that is very very exciting we also get the making of the star wars the force awakens a reference book october 25th again um star wars propaganda a history of persuasive art in the galaxy this one i'm really excited for because it's from paulbo uh, pablo hidalgo himself and uh, it looks like they're really getting into um the way they styled the empire and stuff which is really fucking cool um, there's an untitled Rogue One character story um, coming out October 25th. It's going to be a reference book, though, so I don't think it's anything crazy. Um, let's see. There's character stories. <laughs> this is really funny. Trapped in the Death Star! Uh, with an exclamation point. It's a young reader novel. It's coming out November 1st. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, for all you kids out there, the Phantom Menace read a long storybook and CD. Let's go. Let's go right fucking now. Yeah, that's a We're January 3rd. With the CD. We're getting it. With the CD. Do a video, a video of us watching that. <laughs> now, boys and girls. <laughs> Just a reaction video. <laughs> right? Um, then we're, uh, we're kind of approaching January now. So, Empire's End. That is the next Aftermath book. This is huge. Chuck Wending again. That's January 31st yep. next year. It's the third that's in the Aftermath trilogy. Um, and then also for the kids out there, again, we get Attack of the Clones read-along storybook. <laughs> and yes. Revenge of the Sith read-along storybook coming soon after. it come with sand? Can't say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this comes with like an hourglass. <laughs> right. And then uh, Thrawn. <laughs> A little drug bag full of sand. <laughs> right. And then there's Thrawn coming out on April 2017. Um, that's very fucking exciting um there's also a list of comics but they're just so ginormous literally there's comics coming out every fucking week for the next it's, year comics are intimidating yeah. i i haven't jumped into the star wars ones for that reason yeah like it's there's an ahsoka comic there soon i'm pretty sure there's poe dameron running right now which yep. i hear has gotten better and better star wars main issue i've read uh at least up through 12 now and they're really cool. I love them. Um, I've read some of Darth Vader. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. But the point is, we've got Star Wars up the ass 
go out and read, go out and explore because got a little bit of everything right now. So, yeah, Star Wars right now. That was Star Wars, dude. It's real. That's a lot. Yeah, there's there's still more today, even uh, as we speak. Yeah, the con's not over. Yeah, so this is the last day, and the only thing we are big that I think we're missing is what's happening with Episode Eight. We're probably gonna get that later today after we're, like we're done here, so that won't be here unfortunately. But stay tuned for more because that should be pretty cool. That's how they're wrapping up the con. So Episode Eight, kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know it's something I've heard about coming yeah. soon. It's like the it's like they were doing a movie for the first time, like oh yeah, like venturing into that. Like yeah. Luke Skywalker might be in it, like oh, Mark yeah. Hamill. Yeah. Probably, probably will be silent the whole time. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> no words. Um, there is one last thing I forgot to mention. Um, with the mention of Episode Eight, they did confirm that it literally takes place right after the last scenes of the Force Awakens. So we aren't getting, we we're probably gonna still get a crawl, but the crawl is literally like what we were experiencing before yeah so it's kind of interesting we've never had a not a time jump between Mm -hmm. movies and this is the first one where we won't so intriguing it's very interesting yeah it's it's an interesting direction like it makes sense though kind of it'll make the story i think a little bit better right i agree i agree um it's just it's just so odd so it's it's interesting to think about because you take something like your empire strikes back where you see it's it's been a while. The rebels have already found a new base. They found a new base, and it the crawl kind of explains what happened between those. But we don't have that for this, so it's I don't know what they can ex- all. No, there no, there, be a crawl. there has to be a crawl. There's, there's gonna be a crawl. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Let's see what it talks about them. Yeah, it might just summarize Force Awakens. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. yeah, probably allude to the small things that we've kind of had to use other fiction for like you know what happened with the new republic you know stuff like that right just like confirm it like oh the new republic's gone (laughs) or something they're dead um but yeah i'm uh i'm intrigued and uh the biggest thing that i think to think for the future as well is what are they going to do when it comes to other movies like for example rogue one is a star wars story it's not star wars episode blah 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 it's a Star Wars story, so it's different than the episodes. One of the things that they were talking about when they were coming up with Rogue One is, do we do title crawls for things that I, aren't the episodes? Wow. Because mm, it's so iconic. I, I'm i okay with it either way. Yeah, same same for me too, because I, I don't want to get into this position where we're literally so sacrosanct, you know, about our Star Wars, like, what is Star Tradition, Wars? Yeah, because yeah, we need to explore. We if need it to try has things a good to make it purpose. Good. Like, I feel like if they're just doing a crawl because it's Star Wars and, like, we have to at this point. Not a good idea. Meh. Yeah. It needs to be a, a really good crawl in my mind. Yeah, same. Um, But I wouldn't mind if in the future these Star Wars stories didn't either. So what if Rogue One literally just opened up, X-Wings flying in, action, boom. That'd be awesome it. if yeah. they do it right. I'd take it. Yeah. I, I would like it. And it would also kind of clarify that these aren't episodes. These are Star Wars stories. Yep something interesting to think about i have had my mind blown this entire fucking weekend with the star wars stuff <laughs> Same, so dude thank you guys for letting me rant about it because god damn i'm excited you feel better now yeah i feel way I have better. a question for you where did you find that sharpie it was here it was right here i needed i needed this i needed waving it around the whole time and you know objection no i'm i'm glad that you had the chance to talk because you get excited and you want to talk about it. I get excited and I'm, I just stare. And like, yeah, you're just like, oh, oh, I'm just I, like, I, I just I, die. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> Cody's <What>? like, <laughs> yeah. lightsaber sounds. <laughs> no, man, it's awesome. <laughs> Getting all that information in one place is a, a feat in itself, you yeah. know? Yeah. I was literally losing my mind today because yeah. I was actually going to create a, an entire document detailing every little I thing. But then I realized we would be here all day. Yeah. <laughs> So I was gonna text you last night and be like, you should like do something, but then I forgot, and then it was like one o'clock, and I was like, well, and I was also that? very drunk last night. Okay. <laughs> so there's that too. Just man. last night, it's Star yeah. Wars. I'm on vacation. It's time to party for everyone. Everybody, <laughs> crack open a drink, okay? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see you wave a lightsaber around with a beer, sometime this week. I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go. Um, that's it. That's cool. Next week. I don't know what we're doing, but uh, stay tuned. Me and John Luke are probably gonna have some uh, some thoughts on the Legion pre patch that hits Ooh. in two days. And yeah, 
Oh shit, yeah, that's coming out. Huh? Mm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited, I'm so excited. Did yeah. you download the pre-patch yet? No. You probably should. It's, it's 20 gigs. It's like halfway done. You sh- Just leave it on overnight. I will. And do you know how to remove the cap on the, the background download? Yeah, I already did. Okay, yeah. I'm just leave it on for a night. Because, yeah, with the cap on it, it would have taken like a year. Years. <laughs> like literally a year with the internet, so. Where would people go to find all of that shit kind of happening? Geekdomination.net. Yeah. They don't read the, just the Facebook stuff later in the week. Yeah, um, yeah. More Facebook video reviews yeah. coming because, like I said, I'm a week away from my desktop, so that's not even happening right now. God Throw damn this Sharpie. Now. I need to get it out of my way. Um, <laughs> take so this. stay tuned for more. <laughs> yeah, and also uh, Twitter, at Tyson Brothers, and Instagram, at Tyson Rico Brothers. We'll have a lot of stuff coming up. It'll be nice. Follow it. I don't know what these things. Geek check domination check that shit. <laughs> check that shit. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, go enjoy some Star Wars and stuff. You know, in the comments below, post your favorite uh, Star Wars movie or book or yeah. book or thing. <laughs> Lightsaber is not yeah. a, a correct. We're answer. just encouraging anarchy now. We yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Have a lovely day. Sixty nine soon. Uh, may the force be no. with you. <laughs> Why? I said sixty nine soon. Why? What are we gonna do for sixty nine? Why are we so enthralled? What we're gonna do is not mention that it was sixty nine the entire cast, and then right as we're closing and saying bye, someone will be like, "Yeah, that's right." <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's it. That's all this lead up. Preview, and that's what it's gonna be. All right, bye.